Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Girls Club Potty with your host, Rosie Breen. It is so nice to be here today, and I have got a very exciting guest for you. Flo, please introduce yourself. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Very soggy. It's raining outside. But yeah. Other than that, I'm all good. London weather today. Do you know what? I was talking about this earlier, and I think I talk about this all the time. I, You guys know how I feel about London. Okay, my heart is here. My soul is here. But London in the rain, I think you have to either be inside and feeling cozy to enjoy it because if you're outside trying to get tubes you've got a backpack on like you've got all your stuff with you or a broken umbrella like yes. Flo. <laughs> it's like Mary Poppins like flick the wrong way <laughs> and it's gonna go fly into the sky <laughs> but it is just awful in in the rain I hate it I was gonna say snow then for a minute but we haven't had I snow hate the snow even more do you Sorry. yeah I'm oh. I'm a sun queen I thrive yeah. in the sun do you feel like you warm up in terms of like your heart and your soul? Like yeah, it just, just makes me happy. Yeah. Like me when too. the street lights come on at five o'clock, that does not make me happy. <laughs> Why are you up at five o'clock in the morning, please? Like five PM. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm never awake at five. I was a. gonna say, unless you do like the walk of shame on the night yeah. out. <laughs> New Year's Eve, six AM. Six AM, yes, I love that. Is that what you did on New Year's? Yeah, I had a party it? and then I at my house and no then I stayed way. up afterwards and did all the cleaning up because I was like, no way am I doing this cleaning night. up hangover. Yeah. <gasps> The I sun was that. coming up. Oh my god, that must have been quite like nice. To it see was the so sun. lovely. <laughs> I love that for you. That is sick. Honestly, my New Year's, I was asleep by one thirty a.m., which I generally feel like is really early on New Year's. It it's like it's granny vibes. But it's me. not for everyone. Not everyone loves it. I do like New Year's though. I can't like. Okay, so let me tell you guys. I was definitely um, what's the word like when you're I'm influenced? Oh my god, how to forget that word? <laughs> I was definitely influenced by Henry because we had had like basically we said okay. Come January, like, 2023, like, the first few months of the year, we really just want to, like, get into healthier habits. It's not, I want to lose X amount of weight, or I want to do this, I want to do that fitness-wise. It was more so, we just want to improve our habits. And one of our really awful habits is that we never say no to a social drink. And we are going out every single weekend, yeah. getting absolutely trolleyed. Because I also can't have one or two, like, a normal no. woman. Yeah. I need to have a whole bottle of wine. I'm, like, seven <laughs> pints in, and I'm like, right, well, I need to get home now. <laughs> exactly. And so so we said, okay, let's start on January 1st. And it, I was like, okay, cool. Let's like start on January 1st as in January 2nd, not as in the real day, January 1st. And he's like, no, like let's actually start and not make our New Year's Eve totally overboard like we normally do. And I was like, well, it's not a bad idea. But I also like, I'm at the party at the time. We're a friend's yeah. house party. I was loving life. I did not want to go home. And then he was like, come on, like we said we would. And I thought, do you know what? Normally I'm very bossy. I have to admit, I am like, come on, let's do this. This, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Yeah. But he appreciates that because he's not very organised. I'm organised. So I, for the, this first time in forever, he was like, come on, Rosie. Like, I actually really want to, like, come on. And I was like, do you know what? You're never normally like this. Let me just pick your battles, hey? Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. We go home. I thought we'd go home. We'll have a cup of tea or whatever. We'd watch a bit of TV and then go to bed. We literally got in the door. By the time we got out of that taxi, we were so tired. We got in the door and that was it. The fresh sleep. air hits you and you're like, right, well, that's it. Yeah, Night's exactly done. that. Exactly that. Okay, um, Flo, let's get started. And I'm about to have the biggest fangirl moment ever <laughs> because you are one of the first women I ever followed on TikTok. I <laughs> I got TikTok in 2020 in the the like the peak of the pandemic like mm -hmm. everybody else right and I had like seen lots of videos obviously it's a it's content heavy application yeah. like 
it, I saw so many videos. And then one of your videos I saw was a your jeans video. Hi, my name's Sloan. I'm trying to fit back into my jeans. That's it. Yeah, oh that's my God. <gasps> I think I'm blushing having heard <laughs> you say that live. Wow. <laughs> so I um, came across your videos when you were doing that series and I followed you straight away. I thought, wow, this girl's sick. Like I was just really intrigued how you were going to get yeah. on, what the results were going to be and how it was going to go. And um, they were really cool videos. And by the end of it, you ended up turning around. And yeah. do you want to tell the story? You tell the story. You speak. Wow, how far go back do you want me to go? Like, why did I start or why did I change? Let's say, let's talk about what happened on TikTok and what you what you told everyone and why those videos ended. Yeah. And then I have some juicy questions about okay, okay. your history, about your past and everything. Yeah. So I started making weight loss videos. I had these jeans that I didn't fit into for reasons I'm sure we'll get onto in a minute. Um, and I wanted to lose the weight, but I wanted to do it healthily. So I did this and I documented it every day. And yeah. I think everyone was peak lockdown and everyone was a little bit sad. And I was trying to mm. write my dissertation and everything was going on. And it was just a bit of escapism for me. And then people liked it and it was helping me like keep myself accountable. <laughs> and Classic. Very slowly. <laughs> I think it took, I don't know, two months maybe. I did lose this weight and my jeans ended up fitting again. Um, and I thought I would just wake up, my jeans would fit and my entire world would have changed. And everything that I th was wrong with me would then not be wrong with me just because I could zip my jeans up and nothing changed. Nothing. It made me no happier. And really? All I could do was do my jeans up and nothing that I had issues with previously had changed. So then I stopped making the weight loss videos because it just wasn't right for me anymore and it wasn't making me happy. And I'm very big on if it's not making me happy it's not staying in my life yes I um, love that yeah I think my word really of the year is peace this year if it doesn't bring me peace it doesn't have a place yeah that oh, is, yeah that's a nice thing um, that's pretty cool so I was like let's just buy new jeans yeah and it's the best thing I ever did and I have put the weight back on but I am happier really yeah that's amazing yeah oh, generally that's so amazing because I've obviously come from like a weight loss fitness background yeah. like I was weight loss of Rosie for the best part of a year and a half to two years mm -hmm. and that's all everyone ever looked up to me for was how did she lose four stone how did yeah. she lose the weight and people just wanted that information out of me like constantly and I kind of got to the same place as you probably without even realizing but looking back now I'm thinking fuck like I definitely did I got to that place where this that wasn't serving me it wasn't yeah. making me happy and constantly talking about my weight online was actually doing me more harm than good absolutely and oh my God, by the end of it, it took me, I, I would, yeah, say definitely a lot longer than it should have, but it took me a long time to turn around and be like, do you know what, guys, I need to make this career, like, because Instagram became a, a job for me. Yes. Is it a job for you? Do you do yeah, it Yeah, I've been doing it for about a year and a half full time wow. now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well done. That's yeah. amazing. Congratulations. And you. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> so um, pretty similarly, yeah, I've been doing it similar time, but because it became a full time job, I put all this pressure on myself to constantly produce yeah. purposeful content. And then I wasn't making content because I was so stressed out that I wasn't making content anyone wanted yeah. to consume. So yeah. then I made nothing and then you made nothing and that's pretty much but I kind of went the opposite way I made like I overproduced content but it was crap to content. feed everyone and every, what everyone exactly wanted. and all I was doing was creating for other people and then kind of had this like I wouldn't even say it was a moment but over a period of time of I guess enough tears were shed and uh, Henry was probably uh, fed up with me having all these drops every night about how shit I feel about my job um, I ended up turning around and be like, do you know what? I need to make the content for me. Yeah, and if the absolutely. people follow, the people follow. If I end up working in Costa Coffee, that's fine. <laughs> that's kind yeah, of... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, back to you, Flo. You had this moment where you of realisation where you were like, hold on, I'm going to stop trying to make these jeans fit. Although you did make them fit in the end. So well done for that. But you also turn around and were like, well, I'm just going to buy my jeans that actually fit. Like, why am I trying to make these jeans fit me? Yeah. And I really admire that because I think... 
you way before the majority of people especially people who are like promoting body positivity now and body neutrality and I'm one of them you realize way before any of us that that is actually the mindset Mm. the healthy mindset shift that we all needed and I'm just in total admiration of you realizing that having Oh, excuse me, I almost swallowed my words then. <laughs> Having grown so much on a social platform about not letting that stop you from allowing your mind to like progress at the yeah. same time. And I think that's really amazing that you, in a way, achieved that. And you said you feel happier now than you ever did back then when you were like growing on social platforms and doing really well and things like that. Yeah, yeah it just, I think... I was not going through a great time when I started. And like I said, I just thought I was going to wake up one day and all my issues were going to be fixed. And I think because they weren't, I then had to have quite a harsh conversation with myself and be like, why are our problems not fixed? And then I was like, the genes were never the issue. It was the way that I viewed myself that was the issue. And I think once I realised that and I was like, they're just a pair of genes flow. Yeah. It's not the be all and end all. Yeah. I kind of got my shit together, put my big girl (laughs) pants on and bought new jeans. (laughs) Literally, big girl pants, new jeans. Oh, So Flo, what changed for you in terms of your mindset? And like, was it literally the day that you lost the weight and you're like, oh, they fit now and I'm I'm no happier? Was that what made you realise? That was definitely a big bit of it. Like I was no happier and I just thought I was going to be, I thought like being thinner was the best thing that could ever happen to anybody and oh my goodness I was so wrong so and then wrong also the other part of it was I was creating content of me still trying to lose weight and it wasn't making me happy because I had already had this conversation with myself of I don't want to lose weight anymore because I'm <sighs> happy how I am but for it, it was only for about two weeks and then I was like I it ended up being hi my name's Flo and I'm trying to make my jeans fit comfortably because they were still quite tight and yeah. I was like I'm just so miserable and I then I'm not making the content properly and I'm not as happy in my videos. And like, I want my platform to be a really open and honest space and me lying to myself and lying to all of you for that two weeks and being like, yeah, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm not trying to lose weight anymore. So eventually I was like, you know what? Enough's enough. (laughs) This is the new flow. I'd love it if you could all stick around. But if you don't want to, I totally understand that. And yeah, we've just gone from strength to strength since. Yeah, you have. You've literally excelled in incredible ways on Instagram as well, right? Like I follow you on Instagram and you're like the message you put out there is just absolutely incredible. And it's so inclusive and not in. And I do find this with the body positive community and Flo, feel free to like totally disagree with me and tell me to shut up now. But my opinion is that actually this is a community that's supposed to be extremely inclusive of everyone but I actually think the body positive community has a tendency to shame people who are slim and has a tendency to shame people who um what's the word like okay I sometimes I feel shamed by the body Mm -hmm. positive community because I both want to lose a bit of weight but I also love my body and I feel like the people who started the community that was not necessarily what they were about but they were very accepting of that but where it has grown so much and in a really like weird way become a trend which I don't like Mm. (laughs) and it's become a trend and I think that's why they almost shame other other groups who are trying to enter that community and feel included because they feel well you're not you're just trying to do this because you're trying to hop on a trend but actually there are 
like I have friends and I Paige wouldn't mind me saying this like Paige of course she's a very small slim petite girl yeah. but she still has body image issues but because like someone who doesn't look like her would look at her and be like oh you're, like, you're so slim and what you said a moment ago like slim is the answer being skinny is yeah what? it's not trust it's me not. if you're listening slim is not the answer no not at all it's really about that connection and that relationship that you have with your body yeah. which you clearly have uh, like achieved now moving forward but before we talk about now and what's to come and everything I do want to ask you if you're comfortable sharing with the listeners like what what was it that caused you to feel like losing weight was going to make you happy why like what started flow a boy no way yeah um <laughs> obviously you're not going to name his name but oh my god I named my ex in my second together <laughs> for about a year and I found out three weeks into lockdown he was cheating on me um yeah oh and I'm sorry in the past now it's done yeah um <laughs> so like we were like three weeks into lockdown I was trying to finish my degree and my dissertation in lockdown this boy had cheated on me and <sighs> these jeans that I had they fitted me when I met him I oh. wore them on our first date together oh. and they fitted me and then they were symbolic they were very very symbolic um they weren't even very expensive they were like 20 quid on ASOS I'd ripped a hole in the back pocket by accident <laughs> but I was just like if I can get back to the way I was before I met him every issue that he has now caused in my life will disappear. Like the insecurities yeah. that you felt, yeah. And like, I was like, did he cheat on me because I've put on weight? I didn't even put on that much weight. I'd gone up like one dress size. Um, Sorry, but that like, weight gain is so it, fucking exactly. normal. Can we take so a minute normal. to normalise weight gain? Gain weight on your period, gain weight at Christmas. Just gain weight. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But also like, what, okay, so when you give birth and you have a baby, you it is literally your job as the mother to help that baby gain weight yeah. so that the baby gets to a healthy weight and they continue, continue to grow. We need to, we can't stay, well, no one will ever stay one size their whole life, right? No. But we also need to gain weight in situations, especially like, okay, let's use getting ill, for example. If you're ill, you sometimes actually need to eat a lot more because your yeah. body needs the support from the nutrients in and for its immune system so much more than it did like a few weeks going yeah. you weren't ill like gaining weight it can be such a positive thing and it is like for there's a whole community of women who, yeah. who and men and other people who are trying to gain weight right but i don't know why it's so like oh my god like you're demonizing weight gain for what well yeah for what, for what? like it has it can be such an amazing thing and such a, a a great thing for so many fucking people and as humans like I would even argue and go far as to say that there are certain points in our life where we need to fucking gain weight. Mm -hmm. Whether you are, you might not be underweight and you need to gain weight. I don't mean that situation. I mean, just as I don't, I don't ever want to like phrase this badly, guys. So please do feel free to let me know if I've not said this correctly. But the average person who hasn't struggled with their their body in like the ways that they're under eating or overeating, that kind of thing. I'm talking about the average person putting them in that bracket, right? So the average person. Even if you're an average person, you still need fucking gain weight at some stage in your life. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. So tell us, tell us, this boy and what else had you had going on? Was was there anything else or was it purely down to It this? was just him, my dissertation, which I'm very proud of myself for finishing, but it was a struggle. Oh, well and done then, for finishing it. <laughs> like we were literally right at the start of COVID and everyone thought it's just going to last two weeks. And then it didn't last two weeks and then yeah. it carried on and carried on. And everyone's getting to this point and they're like what is going on and this is actually quite serious now yeah um so yeah i just i turned to tiktok almost as a bit of escapism because 
I posted this video. I didn't expect anything to come from it. I was expecting, like, I don't know, a couple of hundred people to watch it. But <laughs> just nobody knew me. Mm. And I was putting this video out and nobody that watched it knew who I was. Yeah. And they, I was going to say they weren't going to judge me. Lots of people judged me. Um, what, did you have to deal with a lot of hate on TikTok? I still do now. People don't like the fact that I'm fat and that I'm hairy and that I like the way I look. <gasps> Really? Well, I, yeah. I say really, but I, I know people don't because yeah. I see it. And it's 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 such a new thing to people that someone who doesn't look like a model on the front of a... Likes the way they look. Yeah, they? like it's it's horrible that it's not mm-hmm. normal yet. But I think we're getting there. And I think you're someone that's helping us get there. For yeah. Sure. For sure. Yeah, I will fight anyone that says otherwise not fisticuffs i'm not a violent person (laughs) i am (laughs) i will murder no i'm joking (laughs) um if anybody is listening to this now and doesn't already follow flo please go check out her profile and have not in a weird way but flo come join the party yeah come join the party but also please like have a look at what flo looks like and try to tell me that she's not one of the most beautiful people you've ever seen hey like it's so (laughs) it's so horrible that we condition ourselves and because of society and because of whoever or whatever tells us that we need to look a certain way and then we'll be beautiful and then we'll be pretty we then put on ourselves that we we are not good enough we're not worthy because of what everyone else tells us we should yeah. look like it's um <laughs> like if you ever read the twits the Roald Dahl book and he's like yes. you're a lovely person sunshine will shine out your face and you will always look lovely oh and that's I just really think nice. if you are a good person and you're just trying to do good like I'm just trying to put good out into the world and yeah. even if I ever need it one day it will come back and find me and definitely I just feel like I don't have that energy to not be a nice person if I'm being honest <laughs> it's harder I think yeah. I mean it's much harder and I find I really feel it in me I'm really affected by like other people's energy and I really feel it in me if I were to like hold a grudge on some like for someone like that would weigh me down it does nothing for them yeah. it weighs me down so why would I choose to do that instead just oh, deep breath and let go yeah and Move I feel like on, let go the community we're in the sheer amount of I don't know if you get a lot of hate but the sheer amount of hate like I get if I was to hold a grudge against every single person <laughs> I would have stopped making videos two and a half years ago yeah 100 percent. just I don't care yeah you just get on with it and I think you're so right in doing that like everyone needs to because if you allow the words of someone else to affect you then you're living your life for them mm-hmm. you're not you're not living your life for yourself and I think it's so important that everyone gets to this stage where they can turn around and be like okay I am living my life for me and I know I am because of x y and z yeah and it's normally how you allow external environments or external people to affect you yeah. and it really should just be about how you feel about yourself and what what you allow yourself to to go through in a yeah. way I guess I think that makes sense I'm not really yeah. sure I'm not really sure. So I did want to ask you about your relationship then with your weight growing up. Mm-hmm. Was that something that like you struggled with or was it something you always felt quite confident with? Um, the weight was different to the hair. If you don't know who I am, I have polycystic ovaries. I'm incredibly hairy. I have arm on hair everywhere. My chest, <laughs> my legs, my back, my arm, everywhere. I'm just covered in it. Um, <laughs> she stays warm in winter. I do, I do. <laughs> Extra insulation. That I never had an issue with because... Um, a lot of my family members, male and female, are quite hairy. And so it was never an issue in my life. Um, okay. The weight was always different. Like Looking back at pictures of me now when I was 16, when I thought I was unbelievably <sighs> like overweight. Yeah. I was not. I, um, yeah. I feel like we've all been there. Yeah. I, I at, was never on. the slimmest person ever. I was always bigger than all my friends. And I just always have been. And it, I was never as confident as I am now, but mm. it was never... 
a major issue in my life. It wasn't something like over, that overall. No, in and then way. I start posting on TikTok and they're like, you're the fattest whale I've ever seen in my <gasps> entire life. I'm like, okay. Honestly, do you know what I wish we could do? Henry always says this as well. Like I've, I, I've been trolled before. I've not had it like so extreme where it's like brought me down in tears kind of thing. But Henry always says, why, with, with the way social media runs nowadays, why are we not required to upload like our driver's license or a passport photo? I personally would not like to upload my passport and a driver's license when I create an account on social media. But I get what he's saying because that m- forces people to put an identity behind every account. Which they won't do. But if they did, yeah. then perhaps that would change the way people use social media and the way that trolls operate. But then there's always ways to get around that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, there, there is. People would, uh, honest, it would probably affect honest people and genuine people like you and I more than it would affect yeah. the people that and get it would around then it. Completely, well, it is related. People that can't afford to buy driver's licenses, it would affect them because oh my gosh. a driver's license is what? I don't know. Like 20 pounds? Maybe more than that if you're getting your first provisional. People that can't afford oh. to do that then wouldn't be able to use instagram for example god do you know what flo i did not even think about that i literally did not yeah. consider that for a second everything's wow. got two sides to it hasn't it like i understand yeah. people i should 100 percent be held accountable anytime someone's horrible to me i would like to like be like i want to send this to whoever cares for you yeah like, whoever is your parent or your guardian in your life do they know that you're speaking to me like yeah this? that's because, what i would like to do and i'm also like i hope you don't have a single member of your family that is even the slightest bit overweight if you're talking to me like that would you dare talk to them like that yeah yeah which actually kind of brings me on to my next topic so when you talk about you know how much you admire and love yourself now and the confidence that has grown you've clearly gone through quite a self-love journey over the last few years which is absolutely incredible and I know a lot of the listeners listening here today is something that they want to achieve for themselves so the way you talk to let's say this guy this troll the way he talks to you on social media behind a blank page or a a keyboard warrior whatever he is Mm -hmm. he would not talk to his mom or his sister or anyone like that in his life but the way he talks to himself I do wonder what does he say to himself yeah I feel like it's always maybe a form of escapism for them I sometimes feel like they must have some really something going on that's making them really angry in their life some really upset and potentially they don't think I'm going to read it or they don't think it's going to affect me. Um, so they're like, you need to shave. You look like a gorilla and you're as fat as a whale. I'm well, like, this guy oh, sending you that message. Could I hope be... that made you feel better. Yeah, he could literally look exactly from what he has described. Yeah. And he's just taking out his insecurities on you. So the re- It's sad, but at the same time, yeah, it's not I nice. don't feel any sympathy for trolls. I'm sorry. Sometimes I kind of have those moments where I'm like, oh, like you must be very sad and I feel sad for you. But then I'm like, you must be very sad. You're a dick. Goodbye. <laughs> you just have to take it on the chin, I think, in this industry. Yeah. And with the job, like the line of work that we're in, we just have to like already what you're, you're doing it already. You just ignore it in a way and you just yeah. kind of get on with what you're you're getting yeah. on with i also have um i don't know if you use it on instagram or tiktok mine's predominantly tiktok i have something called comment filters on yeah so i can add keywords in and if someone comments those words and they go into a separate thing that i have to approve because yeah. i think i have a very young and very impressionable audience and i don't want someone reading a comment going your hairy arms are disgusting and then be like i have hairy arms am i disgusting yeah nobody needs to think that about themselves at all hairy arms aren't disgusting no they're not they're <laughs> lovely they keep me nice and warm Aww. but i would rather be able to filter out those comments and delete them myself without anybody seeing them yeah then somebody watch my videos and i am such everybody is welcome i everyone in my 
everybody. Oh, yes, everybody is welcome. And I don't want them to read comments and be like, well, I thought everyone was welcome here and now someone that looks like me isn't welcome here. Like, yeah, I want to eliminate that as much as I can. So comment yeah. filters are on. Yeah, on that's really good. I don't, I have comment filters, but I haven't actually like turned any on because I don't know what words to pick. Mine's like arms, hair, gorilla, So if whale. I commented and I said, your arms look very nice today, you wouldn't, it would go into a separate thing the at the review. bottom and I would have to approve or delete it. So something like yeah. that I would approve. Or someone, like, sometimes they're like, oh my God, your hair looks amazing. Like, if I've curled it, I would have to approve <laughs> that. They don't yes. mean anything by it, but because someone may have said something Something horrible, else, yeah. yeah. And you know, they're like almost like trigger words for trolls. So, yes. oh, that's really good. And then, at least you, like you said, you can control yeah. what's being seen by others, yeah. which is a really nice way for you to protect your community. Yeah. I think that's really lovely. That's really good. So I wanted to ask you about your self-love journey. Um, Would you have any pieces of advice for the audience, for the listeners here today on... Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Um, so I just want you to, if you can, give them a bit of advice on either on how to get started or things to be really mindful of going through your journey. Yeah. So two things, which I do talk about a lot online and I do reinforce it a lot if you come over and you join the party and you follow me. Um, <laughs> the first one is that people are not as obsessed with you as you think they are. Yeah. Um, like if you're on the beach in a bikini or potentially whatever you're comfortable wearing, because I know not everybody's comfortable with that. You are so busy focusing on yourself and what you look like and readjusting your jawstring and pulling up your skirt, pulling down your skirt, that you're not paying attention to anybody else. Or you might glance over and go, oh, she's wearing a yellow bikini. That's lovely. And then you just carry on fiddling with yourself or you're on your phone. So other people are doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. They they are not watching you. They're not watching everything you do going, oh, my God, she hasn't shaved her legs in three days. Oh, my God. look at Yeah. Her They're not doing that. OK. And. I mean, I think I'm lovely and I love the way I look. <laughs> and I think a lot of people might like the way I look, but I know that they're not staring at me continually. I mean, I am right now. <laughs> okay. It's because I talk with my arms. So like, play going to take off in a second. Um, so yeah, people are not as obsessed with you as you, you think they are. They're not looking at you. Um, and the other one, I, this really helped me at the start of my journey, especially like when we were in lockdown and I could only see my family or like two friends at a time outside. Your friends and family do not care what you look like. Yeah. I know that I could rock up to my best friend's house tomorrow in my pyjamas. I've not washed my hair for three days. <laughs> and her boyfriend would open the door and be like, all right, come yeah, in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They don't care. So I think if you ever want to experiment wearing different clothes, something that's out of your comfort style, or even just not wearing a jacket in the summer or not putting mm. a pillow over your tummy, because trust me, a oh. pillow's not going to hide your tummy. It still exists. Yeah. Your friends God, want you to be present so in the times. situation. Your yeah. friends want you to be at the event. They want you to come on holiday. Your family want you there. They just want you to be comfortable and they happy. They want you to be happy. They yeah. want you to be there. They would rather you be there than not be yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. So, Do you know what? I totally agree with what you said, yeah. and especially the first one where when people were talking about um, when I was in the fa- like my fitness era at the start, right, a lot of people asked me about... Uh, feeling intimidated at the gym and that's exactly what I'd say no to them no one's looking no one's looking no one cares and I, you might walk in a room and a few eyes glance up on you but they're not glancing up on, up at you and thinking oh what's she doing here or oh she look at her she looks horrible yeah. they're looking up at you halfway in the middle of like halfway through a set absolutely sweating their balls off and they're like fucking hell I need to keep going they're literally are not <laughs> even thinking about you or looking at you yeah. in that way and I think we feel so intimidated by other people's eyes by their looks by just them like even just their presence sometimes in the same room because we think that they are looking and thinking what we're seeing and thinking about ourselves Mm -hmm. and that is why our relationship with ourselves is so important because when you stop like 
putting a downers on yourself, when you stop talking to yourself really negatively and saying really horrible things to yourself mm -hmm. all the time, you can... Your, your whole perspective on these environments that once used to cause fear for you will completely change. Sometimes you may even go to the gym and be like, oh my God, my set looks really cute. I mean, I can't <laughs> lie. I say that to myself all the time. Like I, I actively try to have a really nice set at the yeah. gym because it makes me feel good. makes me feel, feel confident. And instead of being like, oh, that girl's looking at me like she must, she must be looking at my belly because my, I have like my midriff out and I've got a big belly and I'm not skinny enough to wear tight shorts and a tight top kind of thing. Well, actually, I'm walking in here with my really cute set on. That girl's looking at me. Oh, she might like my set too. Yeah. As simple as that. that. Change the narrative for yourself. You know, mm -hmm. you have the power to do that for yourself. It just takes a bit of cringe training. <laughs> it does, it does. But you feel it's so silly, but it. it is so worth it. And it'll carry you through the yeah. whole of your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And what you said about family as well is really interesting because I was raised in a predominantly Indian family. Mm. I grew up in Ireland, so it was very much around my Irish family. Yeah. Um, but when I moved back to the UK, it was just Indian, Indian, Indian. And I love it. I fucking love being Indian. <laughs> but I struggled not with my immediate family and also not with like my cousins and aunties yeah. and stuff. The most supportive and loving people in my life are like my cousins and my yeah. aunties and everyone. They're amazing. But it was the people we would meet through them who didn't have that, either that close relationship with us or kind of just knew of us as, oh, she's mm -hmm. Tara's daughter, she's Michael's daughter, whatever. And it was their opinions that I really struggled with. So you'd think seeing your friends and family and in those situations, they would be considered your friends and family. You think they wouldn't care, but there's yeah. actually a lot of, and I don't want to like point the finger too much, but there are a lot of, Indian aunties who will turn around and be like, oh, you put on weight today. Or, oh, you don't look nice in that. That does nothing for you. And just say it to your face. Like, I've had that said to me so many times, and it used to make me feel like absolute fucking shit. I can shit. imagine it did. It's awful. Yeah. And there's just something about, I think it's a generational thing. Absolutely. Because I'm going to India, right, very, very soon. And I think by the time this episode comes, comes out, it might be coming out while I'm in India or coming out after. Exciting. But, <laughs> very exciting. Yeah. But I'm going to India. One of the things I'm really nervous about is, yes, a little bit of the culture shock, but more so I know I need to carry myself well when these women turn around and they just say these things to me. I've literally been prepped by my other family members, like your aunt, this is going to say that. And it's hard and I, I'm I'm struggling to get my head around it because I have gone so far the other way. And yeah. if my mum were to ever say to me, like, that does nothing for you, I she knows I'm going to turn around and be like, my clothes don't need to fucking do anything for me other I'm than sit on my skin. Yeah, and that is mom. it. I don't care if it's not flattering. I like it and I'm wearing it. So stop please and I've had that argument with my mum so many times she understands now but mm -hmm. she gets that from the generation above her yeah. and where the rest of the family are still in India they don't they're not as exposed to this conversation as we are and so I know that in a way a few steps behind and I know I'm gonna have to hold my tongue so tight and I'm I'm nervous I am quite scared and I think people in the UK or wherever you're listening from right you probably have family and friends you may have family and friends sorry who do pick up on these little things and say like not very nice things to you You're a little bit naughty in the comments here and there it's not just a case of oh it's my aunts here from India from like three generations ago people nowadays still do say it as well Absolutely. and so it's amazing that you can say your, you know, your family and friends don't care but for some people actually they're not very fortunate to Absolutely, have yeah. that position and I think if you feel that your family and friends, definitely your friends, if you feel that your friends are not supportive and, and they're not the right friends, they are not the right friends. Exactly. But if equally, if you feel that way about your family and you're of an age where you can take yourself out of that environment, 
do it. And if you're not of an age where you can, you need to, it's hard, honey, I want to give you the biggest hug right now. It's going to be fucking hard. But pretty much emotionally and mentally, you just need to take yourself yeah. out of that environment. You need like a flow rosy sandwich. Yes, flow and rosy, literally <laughs> cuddling you and you're right in the middle. Exactly, exactly. So um, I wanted to ask you a little bit, you mentioned about your PCOS at the start mm. of this episode. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about that because over the last couple of years, even as someone, I'm someone who doesn't um, have PCOS, but I have seen a lot more talk about it in the last Finally. couple of years. <laughs> and I am feel so much more educated on it. And I've even had conversations with some friends and some family where they've been telling me about these struggles they've having, like they've had hair growth or like missing periods or they've not been able to like budge their weight and things like that. And I've said, oh, have you been checked with PCOS? And very fortunately, not many of them have had it, but a couple of people have turned around and been like, oh my God, I went and got checked after you said that and I had it. And mm. it's amazing that this awareness has been raised, but I wanted to ask you a little bit about your PCOS journey and how yeah. did you get to a place where you are today where you feel so confident and open in talking about it and also understanding it? I think for that, I have to go right back to when my period started. So my period started when I was, I want to say 11, I was quite young. Um, and almost instantly my periods were so disgustingly heavy and like I was like fainting I had to take time oh my god that I pretty much instantly went on the pill because you go to the doctors you're like I, mm. I have issues with my periods they're like okay go on the pill yeah literally or I have issues with my skin yeah go on and the pill I've always been very very hairy and like I said I've never been like the thinnest out of my friends but whatever um and then when I was kind of like 15 16 and I was like look my periods are still doing this this is happening x y and z they're like yeah well you probably have polycystic ovaries but we're not going to diagnose you till you're 18 why do they not do they not they will not diagnose you why? unless for very 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 rarely they will diagnose someone under why? the age of 18 who knows why because well there's no treatment for it there's nothing they can do for it particularly oh, shit. um so Basically, they kind of just do they just put it off <laughs> two and a half years they're like yeah you've probably got it but we're not going to officially tell you you've got it for two and a half years and then I turned 18 I had to do the most random tests like I had blood tests I had to collect my urine for 24 hours I've had to do that when I was at university <laughs> I was like peeing into a water bottle and I had to put it back yeah. in my bag um, I picked it nice day. warm um, water bottle yes. in my did really need a drink <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the doctors after all this happened they went yeah, yeah, I've got PCOS. And it was almost like a don't let the door hit you on the way out kind of situation. Oh my goodness. Um, And I think for like two and a half, three years, they're like, yeah, you've probably got this. Yeah, you've probably got this. And then it's like, yeah, you got it. See you later. And, and they just don't I was do like, anything about it. Well, well what, what is it? How does it affect my life? Yeah. And I then had to go and do all that research myself and figure out how it was going to affect my life, figure out what symptoms I have. Um, We were talking like just before we got in about how warm I am. <laughs> polycystic ovaries makes me incredibly warm all the time yeah you run hot i go anywhere i'm like i'm sweating i'm sweating i'm that friend that's like oh my god can we put the air conditioning on yeah henry's mum's like that yeah and she's she runs hot I mama just thought i was so <laughs> strange until i googled oh. it and if you're listening and you have polycystic ovaries or you think you have it it's definitely worth speaking to your gp about and there are also some incredible facebook pages i don't particularly use facebook but the Facebook pages are incredible. Like I joined it and there were so many people that are like, oh my God, I have this, is this normal? And it just made oh. me feel so included and like I wasn't alone because it's such a scary thing. You're 18, they're like, yeah, you've got this, see you later. And I'm like, I, I, I'm pretty certain in myself that I don't want children, but they're like, yeah, you might not be able to have kids. This might happen, this might happen. And I was like, I'm 18 and oh all of this information gosh. is so overwhelming and I don't know what to do with it. I don't know anybody else that has polycystic ovaries. I've got nobody to talk to. Oh. So I think 
I had to do that myself. So now yeah. I just want to be that big sister for everybody else. Yeah. That they can come and talk to me about it because it, I, it, I know how scary it is to not know. So isolating as well, especially yeah. when you have something like that going on and yeah, you're talking to a doctor about it and I'm guessing you spoke to your mum about it at the time. Yeah. But there's such a lack that, well, there definitely was such a lack of knowledge and awareness of what PCOS is. Yeah. And then you come fast forward to today and yeah, a few more people know about it, but there is still such, and I know from Wholesome Mills, if everybody knows who Wholesome Mills is, Millie, she, has PCOS and after three years has just got her period back last week and she felt so lost in the way that yeah you can google it and you can look things up but there's only so much information out there mm-hmm. but it's, there's no reassurance no and it affects no everybody so differently yeah that's what I mean but there's so much yeah. information but you're like okay like it must be so overwhelming yeah. it's like if you google how to lose weight like you're going to have a million and one answers and it affects everyone differently. You mm-hmm. need to do it differently, blah, 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 blah. And I just mentioned that because a lot of girls who have PCOS struggle with weight loss, right? Majorly, yeah. yeah. Is it's that something tricky. that you struggled with? Yeah, and you put on weight very easily and then mm. struggle to lose it. Um, it can kind of mimic the start of diabetes. So I was originally put on, I can't remember what it was, but it was like um, a starter drug for type 2 diabetes because oh it mimics it in the way that you, like your body processes, I, I believe it's carbohydrates. I don't want to give false information, so I'm not sure on that. Um, <laughs> don't quote us. No, please don't. <laughs> we <But> are not doctors. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, try this. It ended up not working. Um, but you're just left your own devices and it's, not fun not fun not fun well girls like Flo said if you have any questions or you just need someone to chat to look on Facebook but also reach out to Flo because she's here she's here oh that's amazing so before we wrap up today's episode Flo I wanted to ask you now this is a bit of a weird one um and answer it how you will but would you say there are many negatives and what are they to going through what you went through with your PCOS and obviously your weight loss journey online and then turning a around now and be like no do you know what I love myself and that's that have there been any like drawbacks and I don't mean like the hate or the trolls or anything Mm. like that I mean for yourself personally are there any things that you now struggle with that you didn't struggle with before as a result of this journey honestly no really yeah and I know that that's like really uncommon and I am very very fortunate um but I am very much a half glass full person I am such an optimist (laughs) my mum says stuff and I'm like mum stop being such a pessimist yeah I'm very much I said it earlier, I just put good into the universe. And if yeah. I ever need it, I'm hoping it'll come back and find me. Aww. So for me, that because I knew within myself that I wanted to change what I was doing, I needed to change the weight loss. That I didn't want to do that. I needed yeah. to change the content I was making. I just, just, it's been lovely. And I've got such a lovely community. And I lost quite a few followers, but you're probably in the same boat as me. If someone does not resonate with my content yeah I don't want you to you watch need, my content yeah, and you don't feel like this is around. making me really unhappy or I don't like what she's creating anymore yeah. that's absolutely fine so yeah. oh that's so great honestly I'm so happy to hear that because I I didn't obviously know you're gonna say yes or no but when I've been asked before it's so funny guys I always have my girly chats with Henry right so <laughs> Henry and I were having a chat the other day and he we pretty much had the same conversation and he said like what would you say are the biggest drawbacks to this amazing incredible thing that's happened to me where I've had this journey online and you know I've grown and I've made such a a great career out of it but I've also had this really personal journey of Mm. well let me just tell you guys last night I was crying in bed (laughs) because no but you know what really good reason 
I am visiting, and by the time you listen, I will have visited, but I'm visiting my old hometown in Ireland where I grew up, and I left there when I was 15, and I've never gone back. It's mm. been 11 years, and I I had a really traumatic time living there. I Lots of racism, and I'm not dark at all, and I was like the darkest person in the town. It was ridiculous. It was honestly crazy. I was a bit darker than I am now, but it was nothing mega, mm. and... I also struggled with the bullies a lot. I was yeah. so bullied, like, in primary school and the majority of the start of secondary school. Anyway, I'm not looking forward to going back. Well, no, I haven't really been looking forward to going back. And then over the last couple of weeks, I've been getting actually really excited and I've surprised myself. And I just thought to myself last night, and this is why I started crying, I thought, do you know what? When I lived there, 12-year-old Rosie... If she had any fucking clue who I was today, like <laughs> it makes me emotional now. Yeah. yeah. If she honestly, if she had any fucking idea, everything that I've gone through and even since living in the island, the, the shit that's happened and to end up where we've ended up today, living literally the life I would have dreamed of living and also it's really just about how I'm feeling inside. Like how I feel about myself. God, I fucking love myself. And I know you say the same about It's very you, liberating. Flo. And I know it we're is. very lucky to say that, but it is. I feel so empowered just by like by myself yeah. from myself I feel like I empower myself so much and I just got so overwhelmed by that last night and I just thought you know what if I went back in time and I said hi I'm Rosie I would have I wouldn't have believed I wouldn't I'd be like no you're not look at you you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have believed because when I was like 12 years old I thought I thought it was really ugly I thought it was disgusting I thought like pretty much any negative thing I thought was worthless basically mm. any negative thing horrible. you could say and for little Rosie to feel that way and I have like a disassociate not disassociated myself but I put little Rosie in a different bracket different criteria because now I feel like I'm, I'm in my new my new era new this Rosie. is big Rosie yeah. and it feels good to look back now at little Rosie someone who I literally blacked out for about 10 years of my life someone who I never talked to never even acknowledged for mm. the longest period of my life to now look back on her and be like do you know what little Rosie you're gonna be absolutely fine and I'm so fucking proud of you and that feels amazing and it, it, it's not about the job it's not about being an influencer having a nice shiny car having a Prada handbag living with your amazing boyfriend and having a house that is all great but this feels like next yeah. fucking level so when you really take a step back and you start looking at the love that you have for yourself more than the love you have for other people and other things yeah god your whole life is gonna change that's where i really think the change comes from 100 percent, definitely oh flo thank you so much for coming on today Thanks it's been so nice to chat to you yeah. and also get someone else's opinion because i talk about this shit all the time and god like my friend's ears are just Dead. Oh, my friends are sick so of my tired. voice. Yeah, me do, me do, mine do. They're so sick and tired of me talking about it. So it's been really nice to chat to you and get to hear a I little bit more meet about you. your we story. We followed each other for so long. I know. Literally, when do you remember when you followed me back? I don't know. I put it on my story when you followed me back like a Did year ago. You? Yeah, I was like, everyone flows followed me back. <laughs> I was gassed. And now you're fast forward to today. You're in at the Spotify studios yeah. with me recording for my podcast. I'm so gassed. I'm so happy to have you. So thank you so much once no, again. Thank you. thank you guys so much for listening. This has been such a fun episode to record record with you flow <laughs> if you guys have any dilemmas for us please don't forget to email on dilemmas at girlspluscub.com and i look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode bye, bye.